Welcome, everyone. You're listening to Practice Areas 101, presented by Texas Young Lawyers Association, where we explore legal practice areas and hear from young lawyers across Texas who actually practice them. Today, we will discuss practicing personal injury defense. So get your civil practice and remedies codes out, and let's get started. I'm your host, Nick Gwynn, and I am an IP attorney in San Antonio, Texas with the firm Gunley and KPC. I have the honor of interviewing our guest, Georgina Buckley. Georgina is an associate with Naaman Howell in San Antonio, Texas. Welcome. Thanks, Nick. It's good to, it's good to see or good to hear you. I'm glad to be on here with you. Likewise, we're glad to have you, Georgina, and we're so excited to learn a little bit more about personal injury, especially personal injury defense, and kind of hear some of your uh, your expertise. Um, why don't we kick things off by having you tell us about your journey that got you to your firm and you know what you're doing today? Yeah, sure. Um, so I've kind of a bit of a meandering journey. Um, so I'm from Virginia um, originally, and I went to Penn State Law. Um, to get my law degree. And I met my husband there. And of course, and he's a native of Corpus Christi. Um, and so I made the decision to come back down here to South Texas uh, with him. Um, and that was that was actually really difficult because uh, especially in South Texas and San Antonio, it's very, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty localized here. And I was, you know, not from Texas, not from a Texan law school. Um, and I was in 2015, I was there trying to get a job. Um, and that was, you know, that was, that was, that was pretty hard. I didn't even know, really know the Texas rules of civil procedure, even though I'd just taken the bar exam and you're supposed to really know them. Um, and my decision throughout uh, law school, I had really thought I was going to be um, a family law attorney. Uh, my mother-in-law is a family law attorney here in San Antonio. I had callied or gotten the highest grade in family law in law school. I've been a part of the family law domestic violence clinic when I was in law school. Um, and so I thought, this is this is my destiny. I'm going to be a family law attorney. Um, so I was incorrect. <laughs> I worked in family law for a really, really brief um, amount of, of time here. Um, and then, you know, after a couple of months, I realized that that was not for me. Um, and essentially because of... Um, I asked for help from people I knew in in Bear County, um, including judges, and I said, "Look, I need you know I need something that maybe might fit my uh, personality a little bit more." And that led me to just word of mouth being referred uh, to Name and How. So uh, out of complete blue left field, they weren't looking for an attorney. Um, I sent an email into the managing partner, and it's like, "Hey, here's my resume and cover letter. Uh, let me know if you'd like to talk." And they they gave me an interview. Um, and I actually had no idea what being, um, cause it, what I call myself is I basically do transportation defense. I had no idea what that entailed. Um, I had no idea about anything really. <laughs> so, uh, so I got the job and I just kind of fell into it and I've been in it ever since. Well, can you tell uh, the listeners what is transportation defense? Um, 
so we talk about personal injury defense and there's a lot, there's a wide variety of kind of personal injury, right? You have motor vehicle accident, personal injury um, that can even, you know, you have things like asbestos litigation and, and mass torts where someone is injured by a particular drug or, you know, a particular product. Um, so what I do is the basically motor vehicle accidents, but um, my focus is actually on defending the transportation industry, right? So I, um, when I get a client, it's typically not somebody like you or me who's just driving their car around and gets in the accident. Um, when I get a client, it's typically um, either like a large uh, or, you know, maybe small mom and pop transportation company, right? With tractor trailers that deliver goods or um, oil or whatever. Um, I also defend kind of delivery companies as well. Any sort of um, company, whether it be large or small, that uh, has vehicles that require people to get commercial driver's license to drive them, uh, that's who, um, that's basically kind of my, my specialty. Uh, I, and I, I don't want to break privilege or, or confidences or anything. And so if you say, Nick, back off, I'll, I'll back off. Uh, are most of the clients self-insured or do they usually ha- uh, have, a, have coverage through a carrier? Um, it really, it, it really depends. It, it depends upon the size of the company. Um, and it, it depends on basically the individuals who run it. I would say roughly, cause I don't want to get, you know, too deep into it. You know, it's maybe 60, 40 in terms of, um, insurance or no self-insured versus an insurance carrier. Okay. Um, Switching gears just a little bit, what does your average day look like? Um, my average day is is always changing, and it's probably part of the reason I really like uh, my job because I'm very um, like I can't really sit still, um, and I have problems focusing for too too long on things. Um, so my average day will be, um, let's see, sometimes I'll have court hearings. Right, I have hearings probably every week or every other week. Um, and then I'll be drafting, emailing, talking to clients on the phone. Um, and then I'll be in uh, depositions quite a lot, right? Either um, deposing the, the plaintiff, the person who is suing my client, or presenting my driver, um, or presenting my corporate rep, or deposing expert witnesses, or having my own expert witnesses deposed, or what have you. Um, there's a good amount of travel involved in that, too. Um, especially, especially kind of around like the, the South Texas area. Okay. Um, what, what would you say is probably the, the most interesting story or kind of, uh, you know, war experience you've had so far in your career? <laughs> so I know I've only been in this, um, for five years or four years, really. Um, I have, there's a lot of fun and, and, and weird stories, um, especially litigating in Texas. Um, and I always tell my husband and my parents about this. I'm like, it is the wild west down here. It is so different, uniquely different than um, litigating in Virginia or, or Pennsylvania. It's, 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 I actually, I personally kind of like it. It's, it's really interesting. Um, I think, what really like comes to mind when I think about it is, 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 is two stories, really. Um, so the very first time I had a trial and it wasn't a jury trial. It was actually a bench trial um, and it was a bench trial in a local justice of the peace court. Right. So real, real small, under ten thousand dollar case. Um, 
and my office just let me loose on it. They said, here you go. You've been working here a couple months. Um, you're going to go try this. You're, you're going to figure it out. Um, have at it, opening, closing, cross examinations, do, do what you need to do. And that was it. It was just kind of an experiment. And, um, my client, he was just, he was a guy who was like, like two years older than me. And he was, you know, he was, I think he was an oil worker. Right. And I, I was calling him multiple times. I'm like, look, we got to go to trial. We, we got to go do this thing. You got to go do this with me. And so day of both of us go in. Um, I think I remember I had to meet him in the parking lot to make sure he was appropriately dressed and everything. Um, and we went in and it was probably one of the funniest, it was one of the funniest experiences of my life. And my client got really into it with me, right? Like he was like, we're going to win this. And he was, he was sitting right next to me at, at counsel table when I was making my arguments, he was writing me notes. He was passing me notes, like good job in all permanent marker. And I was like, shh, you gotta be, we have to be respectful. Um, and it was so funny. And so I did, and, and he was also, he was really into the cross-examination too. He kept trying to slide me questions and I'm like, you can't, I'm, I'm in the middle of this. Um, but eventually we did, we did win. And <laughs> he went running out of the courthouse and so did I, I completely lost Dick Corbin. We high-fived and we were like, yeah, we're going to go out tonight. And you know, it was just a really memorable and funny and interesting experience um, because just to, just, how young I was and how young my client was too. And how both of us really were like into this, this case, we were in it, in it together. And I had no guidance whatsoever. And I remember emailing my firm after that. And I, I said, I, I'd won and everyone, all these emails came in. They're like, looks like the baby attorney can do something. <laughs> and it was just, it was just a really fun, interesting experience. And a lot more came after that, but since that was kind of the first, um, I thought that was, that was really wild, you know, and you don't get, um, there aren't very many states, and there are a lot of young attorneys who get that type of experience in their first like couple months, right? You usually won't see the inside of a courthouse for quite a while. Well, that's good. You know, you had fun, you established the confidence of your client and uh, you had the confidence of your firm, both going in and coming out of it. That's, that's kind of a, you know, a, a triple, uh, triple whammy, a good win. Um, you, you mentioned that you had a second story that you wanted to share. Tell us about that. Yeah. So uh, we, I think, um, so I had a jury trial in February uh, and it was literally, I think it was maybe one of the last jury trials held before COVID really shut everything down. Um, but we went up um, to call station. Um, we tried a case and um, luckily we, we, we won. We got a defense verdict in it. But I thought it was so interesting because, I mean, this was one of the most stressful weeks of my life. It was supposed to be a two-week trial and luckily we managed to get it down to one. And... Um, I remember worrying about everything and, you know, going, just the, working all night, um, and, and really hyper-focusing on all these arguments and, um, cross-examinations and direct examinations and da-da-da. We get a verdict. Um, it takes until about, I think it was like 1130 at night on a Friday that the jury came out with their verdict. Um, and the jury wanted to talk afterwards. And one of the main things that they said 
was that they really noticed um, they really noticed my boss's clothing and then the clothing of the attorney on the other side. And I just that just struck me so much. They had noticed that both of them were wearing the same ties during closing argument as they wore during board dire earlier that week. And I was just like that. That was really interesting to me because, yeah, you know, I know jurors, you know, they think and look at a lot of different things, but that that was something that they all recognized and saw and were interested in, I thought was one of the most kind of interesting things I'd heard of about a jury, um, jury noticing. You know, of course, they said a lot of other of other things, but that was one of the things they really noticed. And that made me think, OK, I guess I should probably be really <laughs> conscious of what I'm what I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah, I think I think one reminder uh, that we can take away from that is that details matter. Um, speaking of advice, uh, what what advice do you have for law students or or other young lawyers who are considering a career in, in personal injury defense? So I, I think any any attorney who wants to um, be you know, go on the side of the fence and be a defense attorney, whether, you know, be transportation defense, insurance defense, what have you. Um, I think it's important relatively early ish on to figure out if you, if you like the courtroom, right. Um, if you like being active, if you liked, if you like taking advocacy, if you like being on moot court, um, or even mock trial, right. Um, if, if that's something that you're interested in, um, I think, for, you know, a first year lawyer, um, I know for me, even though I never thought I'd get into this career, I remember sitting in torts class and reading about a lot of um, the kind of products liability. And I do do a little, a little bit of products liability. And I was also reading a lot of those um, asbestos related cases in my like, you know, tort 101. And I remember reading them and starting to lean towards the defense in a lot of the opinions. Um, and a lot of the arguments I kept seeing. And in hindsight, for me, I'm like, oh, that that probably was maybe an indicator that this was the type of work I would like to do and didn't know it. Um, but I, I think those are the the kind of things you need to, first of all, look at and see if you like and what your opinions are on on defense. Um, you know, and then from there, it's just really a matter. I, I think if, you know, locating the geographic area, you think you're going to practice and start making relationships in that area, start trying to clerk for judges, um, just so you can get a kind of lay of the land and start reaching out to firms, you know, that you may may want to work for. That, that is really helpful to know. Um, and I, I also am curious, if there's one thing you could change about your practice, I know you like it, uh, which is good, but if there's one thing you could change, what would it be? Um, so this is this is a really hard question. I've actually I'm kind of thinking about it, and there's, you know, it, it depends on the day sometimes, right? Like there are times um, when I'm like, oh my gosh, this travel is overwhelming. I'm in different parts of the country every week, and then there there are a lot more other times where I'm like, this is great. Like I, you know, I'm going to be in Chicago this day and DC this day. And, oh, I hope this witness is located in Florida because I'm definitely going to be, you know, and it's, it's kind of like a love hate with, with the travel aspect. Um, so, you know, I think that's something I would, 
I'm not even sure I want to change it, but it's something I, I think about sometimes. Um, other than that, you know, I don't think, I don't think there's too much I would like to, to, to change about it right about now, right? I like the practice. It, it's fun. Um, Texas is a very litigious area and it, it's a battleground for a lot of these personal um, injury lawsuits, right? Um, to me, that that's exciting. Um, I like practicing, you know, being a defense attorney in Texas means you're you're in court all the time, which is something that, I mean, I, I speak to my friends who are in similar, you know, similarly situated in other states and like, they, they don't go to court ever, <laughs> you know? Um, so, you know, just sitting here right now, there's really not too much I'd want to change about it permanently. Sometimes the travel really, really gets to you. Um, you know, especially when you start kind of, you know, if you, if you have a spouse or a partner um, you know, or, or even, you know, friends, right. Or family who travel a lot too. Cause then you kind of get home and you're like, Oh wow, I haven't seen <laughs> anybody in a while. Um, but then, you know, at other times you really like it. So, you know, I think, I think there's, there's, there's not much I really, really want to change about it right now. That's good. Well, kind of ending on a, on a high note, what is your favorite thing about the practice? Um, my favorite thing so personally, I, I love everybody I work with from the staff and, and, and paralegals to like a lot of the other defense attorneys I work with, especially obviously in name and how, right. Um, I've, I have uh, mentors here and other associates I work with who are like more like best friends really. Um, but along, along with that, I also have so much, um, especially for being five years in, I have so much control um, over over cases that can be really, really large. Like, I, you know, and I love having, being able to essentially run my own case, um, even if it's a very huge case, essentially by myself um, and having the trust from the, the partners to do that. You know, because I think everyone kind of like, they operate to, to the beat of their own drum. And it's, um, at least for my mental health, it is so much better for me to be able to work my own cases and, you know, kind of go over those mountains myself and, and, and figure it out rather than having this high level of control. So that I think is probably my number one favorite thing um, about my practice. And I guess the other things are that, um, gosh, I love the feeling of a good hearing when you really, <laughs> when you really went on the, you know, you those are few and far between, right? Um, but when you, that, the feeling, the high you get, when you uh, like winning a jury trial or really getting just something in great on a hearing and, you know, ending with, with everything you wanted and, um, or um, submitting just an outstanding brief and knowing it's outstanding and seeing the judge deliver an opinion that cites to your brief and basically takes everything you said. So this is correct. That those are also some of my favorite things um, about this practice. 
That is good. I, I noticed that you identified some things that are kind of the day in and day out, and then some that are a little bit more special occasions. So that's nice that they can complement uh, one another. Well, Georgina, thank you so much for taking time to, to visit with us and share your insights. I know that, you know, I enjoy it and I know our, our listeners will as well. Um, and to everyone, thanks for listening. We will provide information on our panelists, Georgina, in the show notes. Please follow Texas Young Lawyers Association on Instagram and Facebook at Text Young Lawyers. Like, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. For more information on Texas Young Lawyers Association or how to search, suggest or apply to be on the podcast, check out the website at tyla.org. See y'all next time.